Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Watching the Boxes Fantasy Basketball Podcast, hosted by HashtagBasketball.com, your home for the very best fantasy basketball tools and analysis on the entire internet. Go check them out. HashtagBasketball.com. And by um, ThriveFantasy.com, there it is. ThriveFantasy.com, a very new way of playing daily fantasy. Do you like prop bets? Do you like daily fantasy? Do you like winning money? Go to ThriveFantasy.com. Use that promo code WTB and you will get a free $20 with your first deposit of 20 or more. That is Thrive Fantasy. Use that promo code WTB. I'm your host of the WTB podcast, Mike Katrin. And joining me is my co-host, Tyler P. Watts. What's up, Tyler? Michael, is your, has your brain been exploded by basketball yet? Um, my, well, only in the sense that like, well, I haven't seen a game that's like within two points of, of it, like a close game, like a two point game, oh. maybe even a five point game. I don't think I've even seen a five point game. I've been, everything's been a blowout, Tyler. You missed the Portland Rockets showdown on Saturday night? I did miss the Portland Rockets showdown. I was, uh, tied up with, uh, family Christmas things. That was, that was a fun game. You you missed one, Michael. I will give you that. You missed one there. Yeah, I was um, watching it because um, I have Dame on one of my teams. So I was I was watching it from uh, from a fantasy perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, the, there's been a lot of crazy stuff. I would say a lot of fun stuff. A lot of I don't know how much of it's been surprising stuff. People always ask me what's been surprising. I don't know. I don't know that that much of it's been surprising to me. Um, but it's been fun for sure. Yeah, I have to agree. Like nothing is standing out to me as like, oh my god, I can't believe that's happening. I I, I think there's been a handful of uh, pickups uh, that I've that I've liked more than uh, than not. But overall, like I've, I've maybe only three or four guys out on the waiver wire that I'm I'm terribly interested. Maybe Darius Garland giving him a a, a flyer. Um, I've liked I've James Wiseman. Like there's some things I've liked, but like nothing has been like. Oh my God! Can you believe Andrew Wiggins finally put it together? I'll give Yahoo this too. I think some some how they're doing better, and like when we look at the people that are owned in in a few amount of Yahoo leagues, um, I think that gets better and better every year. So shout out to the people, shout out to Yahoo. They they must be doing their thing uh, right for once. I would uh, hope so. I think uh, maybe just the players, Tyler. The players are getting smarter. Um, I think that might be what's going on. Yeah, no, no, no complete busts, no complete um, like out of the park. You know, I, I, I've liked what Oladipo's done, but he certainly isn't playing like at a top fifteen level or something like that. Like, there's a, you know, there's tons of guys out there that I've uh, enjoyed, and like going into week two, weirdly, I feel a lot less uncertain going into week two than I normally do. Usually, I'm still. Uh, I don't know about half my, half my team. I'm like got questions and marks about. Uh, I'm still like you know really like uh, watching the waiver wire a lot. Uh, I'm still looking at rotations from different teams. And honestly, they've they've played so many. They've already played a couple games each, and sometimes against the same opponent. Like that's the way like we're getting a good idea of what these teams are. Well, and, and that's the weird, the weirdest part of this season. That's the new wrinkle, right? The new weirdest part is. You keep playing the same team, and so uh, so maybe some of that's matchup dependent. I don't know. I think the, the maybe the biggest story is we've seen 
a fair amount of injuries maybe or a fair amount, but none of them seem super bad, right? But, I mean, Sunday we we saw three big, big-name guys sit out, and I think, you know, we saw the first uh, rest games. Victor Oladipo rested. So it's been – that hasn't been surprising, but it's been disappointing to see some some big name guys go out. I guess already. Yeah, let's let's talk about the the injuries we have. Uh, obviously, uh, the the latest one is Carnathan Towns. Um, seems like he will actually miss games due to this uh, wrist injury. Yeah, so week to week, they're only going to evaluate him every week. I hate that. Which makes it seem like he's not just going to miss this week. Right, right, like, and and they haven't said that. But why would you not be evaluating him daily if he could play any day soon? Um. So yeah, so I mean, the the Timberwolves are are definitely facing an adjustment here. Now they only play three times next week, so that's something. I mean, there's 14 teams that play four times, and they're one of the 16 teams that play three times. So you don't love that part of it, but yeah, Towns out and. I think more than anything, Nas Reed's probably the starter. He's an interesting shot blocks and rebounds guy. If he's going to play 28 minutes a game, I don't know that that's what's going to happen, but that's the way it looks like, right? Um, and then obviously you just expect more from D'Angelo Russell and Ricky Rubio and Anthony Edwards. Like Those guys are going to do most of the scoring. Yeah, I think that does help a little bit with uh, figuring out which one of those players actually comes out as – a consistent starter, a consistent person who's going to get minutes in the long term. If you don't have Cat, if you do have Cat, really with injuries, there's nothing you can do. Same with Kawhi Leonard. It's not like uh, you're they're having. You can't sell high on a, on an injury. So um, unless you just think it's 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 a sad, um, you have insider information that it's just like a this is a sad lingering wrist injury that's going to take the rest of the year to uh to heal and he's gonna be in and out all the time and you think you can get something now for carl anthony towns instead of like in a month when he hasn't played at all uh that would be the only reason i'd move carl anthony towns and it would have to be for at least a top 10 player so you know like there is always a trade to be had as we'll talk about but with the injury guys i think you're just gonna have to wait it out especially those those top two tier guys yeah, I mean the whole I mean the Kawhi thing, right? He got eight stitches. He missed Sunday's game. He might miss a couple more. The Clippers are in trouble when they don't have him, man. They just do not have a lot of playmaking. Like Nick Batum is their best playmaker, other than that. Lou that Williams just, did not look good and only played nine minutes. That's really weird too. I didn't I did not like that. Now granted they were I mean Dallas was up by fifty at halftime, so I, I'm not actually I, I don't know what to take away from that game. But, they had 13 points in the first quarter, and yes, Dallas was playing fairly good defense. Dallas may or may not be a, a league average or better defensive team, but like the problem was they just couldn't get any shots. They couldn't get any worthwhile shots. Like Everything was like, oh, we held the ball and then chucked something up at the end of the shot clock, or Paul George just tried to take somebody one-on-one and get to the basket. Like There was no ball movement. There was no anything from that offense without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, it was one of the most piss poor performances, and that is uh, in a season where the Bulls have gotten their ass smoked twice. So, uh, congratulations, Clippers! At least you'll have oh, the worst. Well, so, you want to you want to get right into this next week? Because I have a question for you about said Bulls who play four oh, yeah. times. Um, Let's get into it. We got um, week two is a, a much more standard week. 
Um, you know, we don't have the weird Christmas break uh, with all the, and then the Christmas games, then having to pile in all those games, like 13 games in, in two days, right? Um, instead, we have a very, very reasonable week, uh, both Tuesday and Friday, 10 uh, games going on uh, with, you know, the rest of them being somewhere between, you know, like Sunday 8 down to 7, 6 on Wednesday and Saturday, and 5 on Monday. So much more reasonable streaming schedule. Most teams are playing three games, but uh, quite a few teams are playing four games, Tyler, as you point out in your article on hashtag basketball.com, your weekly previews that you will be writing every week, which are a fantastic primer for the week to come. Uh, you've noted 14 teams are playing four times this week, and that's a huge deal when it comes to head-to-head streaming. Yeah, and well, I'll say this because I think I say this at the beginning of every year, right? Like for those last, you know, two, three starting spots in a standard league, you probably want somebody playing four games. Like just the sheer volume of that, even over someone playing three games, that extra game is going to give them more value in said week. So like your utility spots in a standard league roster, you probably want to make sure those are all guys with four games. I think you you must, and you we've talked about it numerous times. Math, just do the damn math. A guy who's playing three, uh, uh, four times, averaging, you know, ten points a game. That's forty damn points, and that's better than someone who's, uh, you know, uh, only playing twice. And I know no one's playing twice this uh, this uh, week or whatever, but um, just do the math and what i like to do is i like to wait to the second half of the week if i have a a league where I, some leagues i have like a uh, one pickup a day is is allowed but in other leagues it's two pickups a week and i, I kind of like that lower amount two to three keeps people honest it keeps people from uh, completely abusing streaming they have to kind of be a little strategic with their streaming uh, and i like to be strategic and wait till the end of the week and see what stats i can compete in and make sure i load up on those with my streaming guys and i think there's a lot Due to the fact that the NBA is better, I think there's a lot of waiver wire players that are good for streaming, for assists, for rebounds, for steals. Like, you can find them. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's always a little bit easier, too, in the beginning of the year because we just have a, a higher volume of healthy players, too, right? Whereas, like, as the season goes on, you know, a subset of players get you know, kind of season-ending injuries and they kind of just mount up and, and we get a little bit less and a little bit less, right? That's true. Yeah, everybody's kind of available. And also, like, a lot of people dra- are, are, haven't gotten rid of their drafted guys. And we always say, do not panic. You know, don't get rid of somebody who's having a bad start. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., bad start. Don't worry about it. Um, you know, I think Robert Covington, I've seen people talking about getting rid like, dropping him. Like, don't. Don't do that. That's a terrible idea. Um, and then perfectly good, per average guys who aren't big names, are on the still on the waiver wire as well because people are holding on to these like oh maybe Kobe White's gonna have like a, a you know top twenty season no uh, Kobe White's gonna have up and downs and you know who's gonna be probably better than him at the end of the day uh, someone you mentioned in your top ten streamers for week two uh, Dylan Brooks Dylan Brooks is probably gonna finish higher on averages than Kobe White uh, and it's okay that you Dylan Brooks is boring and he kind of just gets pretty good stats every game he's only rostered in 48 percent of leagues on yahoo what what's going on here with dylan brooks why should he be i think he should be a standard league player to be honest 
Uh, yeah, points, three steals, stream type guy. You know, he he's 16 points. You're not really finding that much anywhere else on the waiver wire. Gives you two threes, gives you a steal a game. Um, he's the type of guy who does nothing that's super sexy, but he finds himself sneaking into that, you know, top 100, top 120 every year because he's just good at what he does and he plays for the Grizzlies and, and you know, they're a team that maybe that many, not that many people watch or whatever, but uh, yeah, Dylan Brooks definitely should be owned this week and started in pretty much every league. Absolutely. Um, he's a starting guard for the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are not playing a lot of defense, hint, 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 which means the games are going to be high-scoring games because uh, usually teams, when they go up against uh, in the regular season, a team that plays no defense, they realize they don't have to play too much defense in order just to stay in the lead. Um so it's uh, it's beneficial to have kind of those run and gun high paced teams and a team that is a surprisingly uh, high paced team as I, I think you I don't know if you mentioned this to me or if it was somebody else um, the Spurs are very high paced this year uh, a lot higher paced than in years past. Spurs are getting down playing end to end yeah so I actually mentioned in this article if you if you go to hashtag basketball the kind of best schedule of the week and the worst schedule of the week. That's kind of a new twist to this year's um, slate. I like that. And so we, we added that in and, and we're, you know, we're still kind of tweaking this article and trying to make it better. Um, the person I wanted to ask you about though, is a bull. And that is Mr. Okay. Patrick Williams, the rookie starting doing some interesting things. Right. And is an interesting guy because he could potentially be kind of that one steal, one block a game guy, which you know we really like, and always has some hidden fantasy value that most people don't realize. Well, it's hard to evaluate the Bulls right now because they keep getting their ass kicked. Um, tonight they're playing the Golden State Warriors, and I think that yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the game. It's a halftime. It's a very close game, which goes to show you how bad the Warriors are, not how good the Chicago Bulls are starting to get. So um, Bulls are a little hard to evaluate because they keep going down deep into their bench, playing their random players because they're getting their ass kicked. Patrick Williams has played about 27 minutes a game so far. I've seen him get some blocks and steals and threes. Uh, I like that. Um, in 27 minutes a game, he's, he, he does have to see, he does have a nice jump shot. Like I really like the, what he looks like on the court overall. And he is technically in the top, uh, I think, 150 on total value right now so let me go per game if i look at per game you know, he's in the top 160 so let's just say he's like borderline already standard league relevant waiver wire relevant playing limited minutes um i would say second half of the season most certainly which with their huge loss record that they'll start playing him a lot more and i think i would want him on bench not not right now. I think it's a little too early, and I think he'll still be on your waiver wires for the next few weeks. Here's another thing I think you could see with, with the Bulls, too, is the free agent market kind of dried up really fast. And, you know, Kawhi may or may not be available. Um, but Oops. pretty much everybody else is gone. That's a huge name. Um, the Bulls actually might get a, a, a penny for Zach Levine at the trade deadline. If that's I hope so. Had to go because there's just, I mean, you know, we talked about all these teams saving cap space. Now there's a dearth of players available, so all these teams that are good want to spend their cap space. And Zach Levine's that type of guy that you could use your cap space on. 
could be available. You could end up getting him on another team, but also hopefully get some assets back. Um, that would be uh, very nice for me. I would enjoy that. Um, yeah, I think you know you going in going into week two. There's plenty of guys to stream. Uh, you've listed some of my actually my favorite. Some I've mentioned on Twitter at um, Watch the Boxes is my Twitter. If you follow me on there and some guys I've mentioned in my box score recaps that I've been doing on patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Shout out to our newest Patreon, John Pierce. Shout out to you. Thank you for joining John. That is so is that Paul's cool, brother? Cool view. I think it might be. I think it's it might be Paul Pierce under us uh, like you know like a fake a fake name, but he's he wasn't very inventive. He just like oh John I'm with John Pierce. <laughs> well Paul Pierce, you know he's a he's an interesting character. Yeah, like I've been doing uh, some deep dives into the box uh, box scores over the first week. That is exclusive to our Patreons. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com slash watching the boxes. Uh, subscribe, become a Patreon, and help support the show. Um, and a couple of those guys that are mentioned here, that I mentioned, are also mentioned in your top 10 streaming. Uh, Mason Plumley, and we said this before the season, a great source of assists from a center who's getting starters minutes in Detroit. 34% rostered in Yahoo leagues. That is far too low. Yeah, and we talked about this. You know, you and I have talked about this a couple of times. It's not just the assists either. Like, if you look back, now it's been a while, okay? But if you look back at, where, at when he was a starter, right, which was all the way back in 2016, 2017, he started 54 out of 54 games for the Portland Trailblazers. He averaged 11.1 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, almost a steal. 0.9 steals and 1.2 blocks. It's a pretty damn good stat line for a big man. And then he got traded to Denver and he was behind Nikola Jokic. So he wasn't playing that many minutes, but he's not behind anyone now. And I think you could easily seal this guy be almost a steal over a block, like eight rebounds, like four assists, and probably like 10, 11 points. That sounds pretty juicy to me. Um, there's absolutely no reason why his minutes should decrease at this time or in the future. Um, if anything, the injury, like, uh, the annual injury to Blake Griffin would almost solidify the fact that he needs to be, I know that Blake's not really a center, but like that Mason Plumlee, they would need someone with size in the game, uh, keeping Mason Plumlee on the floor, no matter what. His minutes aren't going anywhere. And he's solid across the board, including his free throw percentage. Isn't that isn't bad? Isn't not that bad? Yeah, um, I don't really see any way that they're going to trade Plumley either. Like, I mean, I guess they could, but like, why? Why would they? Like, you have to have somebody to play. Like, the, people keep saying this about the Thunder. Like, oh, they're going to trade this person. They're going to trade that person. Like, you got to play somebody. Plumley seems like the perfect. We're going to play this guy. Those minutes, the minutes are there. The minutes are there for him. Um, another uh, player that I uh, definitely uh, liked from your list, actually two players I like here, is uh, Nick Batum. Um, now, especially with Kawhi out now, but Marcus Morris has been out since the beginning of the season, and Nick Batum's kind of looking like a. He's got a little bit of that old. I get assists and steals. Nick Batum in him. Yeah, Nick Batum, noticeably bigger than his heyday. Um, if you watch the Clipper game, I think you know what I'm talking about. Um, 
But yeah, so good guy for rebounds, assists, steals, can block about half a shot a game, which for a kind of shooting guard small forward is not the worst thing in the world. Um, yeah, a lot to like from Batum. Not going to blow you away and not going to score. So you got to know what you're buying. But a good kind of just little playmaker, rebounder, steals guy. Um, an interesting – we've we talked about this for maybe 10 years now, like one of the weirdest fantasy skill sets. Like there are not many guys who can rebound and assist like him and get steals that score eight, nine points a game. It's kind of got that old school like Karolinko-y kind of game where he kind of does a little bit of everything. Um, almost like I guess Robert Covington would be like the new version of that, but like Robert Robert Covington hits those threes, you know. So like he's kind of like a 2.0 version, uh, I guess. Um, I like him a lot. I like Kyle Anderson, uh, another guy that's had in the past uh, good fantasy lines like for months and kind of fell off the face of the earth. Um, he's currently playing in Memphis while uh, Triple J is injured. Um, so, you know, why not ride a, a, a hot hand at this point? It doesn't make any sense. He's only rostered in 14% of leagues as well. Yeah, and he's another guy, right? Just kind of that that same kind of Batumi skill set, right? Like him and Batumi are kind of a little bit similar in that way. Um, Kyle Anderson, always just an underrated guy, and I think the injuries and a lot of that has a lot to do with it. Um, but there's no one taking his minutes right now, right? They have a lot of – the Grizzlies have you know, multiple players out, and so um, Anderson should be a top probably 75 player this week. And also, he's got uh, a Monday-Wednesday kind of pseudo back-to-back. As you put in your uh, article, the Grizzlies, uh, the Hawks, they both have Monday-Wednesday uh, back-to-backs. And that's kind of important, like being able to get it if you have limited pickups, get a guy on your team who's going to give you two starts in an, in, in an empty position um, instead of just picking up a guy, playing him, dropping him, picking up another guy, playing him, dropping him. You know, use your um, pickup and drop sufficiently. You can – Instead of, you know, you have five pickups a, a week, you think you can get five extra games. No, you can get six, seven, eight extra games if you do it right. Um, and that's one of the things I like about your article, Tyler. Uh, going into week three, is there anything people should be paying attention to? I can't believe we're already looking ahead to week three, Tyler, but here we are. Uh, yeah, crazy, right? Time flies. Um it's also weird that we only know what 11 of this week's look like here. Um, that's a strange, strange thing in life. But um, in week three, everybody plays four games. There are literally, 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 literally only eight teams that play three games. Everybody else plays four. So it's a packed week. There are two days with uh, double-digit games. Monday has nine. Saturday and Sunday both have eight. So there's a ton of games. Um, that's good and it's bad. That's the kind of week you want. You want your studs. You're not going to be doing as much streaming. So my advice would be this and this alone. Keep watching. Keep watching the rotations. Keep watching who's putting up numbers, who's not putting up numbers. And try to try to make a trade in week two where you can buy a Robert Covington for a player that's not anywhere near as good as Robert Covington. Yes, I would be looking at all those guys with those slow starts. I would I would be trying to get Kelly Oubre for nothing. I would be trying to get Robert Covington for a decent player. I I think there was another guy I was talking about. Um, you know, actually, our boy, 
continue to harp on Christian uh, Christian Wood. I'm going to give my spiel. This is a this is a Patreon exclusive spiel um, that you're that is now for free. Everybody's injured, right? Or not injured. Everybody's out for COVID. Wall's out for COVID. Cousins out for COVID. So not only that, but that Houston game that you're talking about with Dame, um, it, it, that game ends up going into overtime, right? And if you look at that box score, Christian Woods' box score, 31 points, 13 rebounds. Like, damn, that, that, that's insane. But then three, three assists and a block. No other – three turnovers. There's no other stats. No threes, no steals. That's a really good line from Julius Randle. Like, that's a – Julius Randle took over tonight. He got crazy line. That's Christian Woods' like ceiling. It, it's a Zion line. Yeah, exactly. It's a Zion line, and actually, you could, I could, make, I think you could make the argument Christian Woods a little bit better than Zion because he could, he could uh, hit, he will, he'll probably hit more threes overall, or maybe shoot a better free throw percentage than Zion. Yes, I think he'll definitely shoot a better free throw percentage than Zion. So my, um, my extra tip, and this is a little bit of an advanced tip for the people who've been around, is that I think a lot of people. Um, think Christian Wood is like a second-round player. Like, he's an incredible, absolutely incredible round player. Um, you never want to sell well, – you don't want to buy low, certainly. So I would say you could sell for an incredible, incredible price here with Christian Wood. I think you can go and try to get a, a top tw- a 15, top 20 player for Christian Wood if you have him on your team. Even if you like Christian Wood, guys, even if you really liked him and you drafted him in the third round or the fourth round, I, you got to trade up here. He's played 44 minutes, and he had an open route to, to playing time. and just dropped 31. His name is hot, and it will be it will be it will be hotter later in the season. His name will not be hotter later in the season. Now's the time to I'll, get your money on Christian Wood. I'll throw out a few names of guys that I would buy. Wonder if you want to I'd buy um, Tobias Harris. Yeah. After two games, averaging 13 points, six rebounds, and pretty much nothing else on bad percentages, he's going to be good. Al Horford, 135, he's ranked right now. This is per game I'm reading, per game. Um, Nurkic, 150, try to buy him, maybe. Yeah, well, of course, if you can. Um, Robert Covington, 164, there's a guy for sure. Definitely buy him. Um, that's looking like everybody I see that's way low, kind of in that top 200 that I would try to buy. Lou Williams, he's another guy not doing much of anything, but probably going to be pretty darn good. Just inside the top 200, old Lou Williams. Um, yeah, I think, you know, that's like a, if you can get like a guy you picked up of waiver wires for Lou Williams, like, okay, cool. Like, I don't well, think you might be able to pick Lou Williams up off the, off the waivers. Yeah. Like, it's I'm picking. I'm like I'm picking up Lou Williams off the waivers if he's on the waivers. I've actually seen Tobias Harris on a waiver wire. Another it was guy. a shallower league. It was a ten-person league, but still, that's pretty. It's pretty insane. Another guy who is uh, below the two hundreds is TJ Warren. I think TJ Warren probably going to be pretty all right. Had twenty-three points in the last game. Um, just didn't really do much at all in that first game, and so. The numbers look much worse than they should. Yeah, um, I like that. It's uh, it's already week two. I cannot believe it. Uh, if you guys have any questions, comments, hit us up on Twitter. Tyler, where can people find you on Twitter? 
Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Toppy Watts. You can find me at Watch the Boxes. If you like the show, please rate, review us, or go to patreon.com slash watch the boxes, subscribe. Uh, you'll get access to exclusive content. Or check out thrivefantasy.com. Use that promo code WTB. Get a, a free bonus on top of your first $20. I think that's it, Tyler. We will see you all very soon. <laughs>